Talk Medicine is a paid medical program which does not reflect the opinions of the management and staff of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. This is Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN. Welcome to Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids, michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. Hello, Dr. Singh. Hello, Rob. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are Should you? Should we call Dr. Bennett? Remember that we, we changed <laughs> yes, your name last time? Yes, we did. That's right. <laughs> and host Singh. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. Well, we have a very important subject and it's uh, and it's probably going to entail the entire program today because there's so many different facets of it. Uh and that is uh urine tract infection and what exactly is that? So, uh urine tract infection um let me just uh set my mic over here. Um Urine tract infections, what exactly uh, I will try to explain in a very, very layman language over here is our urine tract is made up of kidneys and uh, and there is a connection between the kidneys to the bladder, okay? And that is the ureters. You can imagine a pipe connecting your kidneys to the bladder and from the bladder, is, there's a urethra which takes the urine out into the environment. And if there is an infection uh, in the bladder, which is called as cystitis, or if there is an infection in the kidneys, which is called as pyelonephritis, and sometimes the infection in the pipe which connects between the bladder and also the kid, uh, bladder and the kidneys, so the, if there's an infection in any of these parts, and that is basically the urine tract infection or urinary tract infection, the infection of that tract. And um, that's basically how we define that. Okay. And what is an uncomplicated UTI in women? So uh, you know, let's, let's understand the um, first the anatomy of uh uh, of the uh, female uh, urine tract. So what exactly happens is a lot of patients will come in who will have urine tract infections, especially in women. So what uh, exactly is uh, in women the urethra? Again, don't confuse between the ureter and the urethra. Urethra is the segment which takes the urine from the bladder to the outside, and the ureter is a connection between the bladder and the kidneys. So kidneys, ureter, bladder, and urethra. In women, urethra is about four centimeter, okay? In men, urethra is 16 centimeter because, uh, you know, of the, of the penis. In women, the infection of the vagina can happen and the f- infection can creep into the urethra and then go into the bladder. Mm-hmm. And why that happens, uh, usually what happens is uh, when you wash or when you uh, clean after passing a bowel moment, and if you are dragging your bacteria by uh, doing from uh, back to front, basically you're bringing all the bacteria 
into the front or into the vaginal introitus. And that bacteria can stick over there and it can go up and into the bladder. Hmm. And, and then that will cause cystitis or infection of the bladder. And it can go up into the pipe or the, I will call ureter, you know, we call them ureter, and it can go up into the kidneys. So in women, the infection is more common because urethra is only four centimeter. In men, the infection is less common because you have 16 centimeter of urethra. Until, unless if man is doing you know, uh, an anal intercourse or doing men-to-men sex, that can cause, and they're doing unprotected sex and anal intercourse, that can cause the infection and which can be very difficult to treat also sometimes because the infection can sit in the prostate gland. Mm-hmm. We will talk about that when uh, we, we discuss more questions. Yeah, about and I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I was I, when you have a kidney infection or a UTI or something, I know that I've heard people drinking cranberry juice. Does that help? Yeah, you know, again, uh, there are some reports about that, but I was just reading last night about this cranberry juice. And uh, in our literature, uh, in up to date, I was not able to find a convincing evidence mm. about this. Yes, when I went to, you know, WebMD or when I went to Mayo Clinic, you know, there are some patchy reports but I was not able to really find a convincing research about that. Mm -hmm. So yes, you can have cranberry juice, but if you have diabetes, you know, uh, your sugar will go up. So having a, you know, diet uh, cranberry juice, but you know, nowadays diet, whether we we know that aspartam is not good, then there is so many changing topics are going on, you know, so many things are uh, uh, changing, like which sugar is better. So I would say, you know, according, this question is asked by many, many, many patients that should I take cranberry juice? There's not a whole lot of a convincing report on mm. this. So yeah, you can take it, but if it helps, great. If it doesn't help, so leave it. You yeah. know? <laughs> That's, so do you, is it something that when you should go in and get medical supervision over? Is it something you need antibiotics for or can it run its course? You know, so... Um, so what happens is this is how I structure myself. So if you have an uncomplicated urine infection in the woman, first of all, we have to see whether the infection is sitting in the bladder or is it sitting in the um, kidneys. So I have a kind of a checklist to uh, memorize this. I say bloody frequent urine or you know if there is a blood in the urine, you need not panic about it, but you should be investing that, uh, investigating that blood why you are having that. And then, if you are frequency, if you are peeing a lot, you know that is a time. Then you should talk to your doctor. If you are having urgency that you are going a lot, you should talk to your doctor about that. And the most important thing is if you have a painful urination that is called as dysuria. If you have painful, bloody, frequent urgency, so painful, bloody, frequent urine, Mm -hmm. and with the urgency, you should talk to your doctor. 
then it is most probably it is a bladder infection most probably mm-hmm. now remember urinary tract infection can be divided into bladder broadly bladder infection or kidney infection and what exactly happens is if the infection goes up through the ureters into the kidneys you can have a kidney infection and when you have a kidney infection you can have high fever high you know you can have chills sweating and people will complain of flank pain pain over here mm-hmm. so if you, you they will have all the symptoms of cystitis like i mentioned uh, burning and painful urination and frequency urgency but they will have those symptoms together with the uh, uh, chills fever flank pain and sometimes and they say that this infection can become very uh, pe- people can become very very sick because it can go through the blood and infect and go to the entire body well that's what i was going to ask you is, is since it is an infection uh, how how does it spread so uh, again uh, what happens is once it has seeded into the uh, kidneys or into the bladder because our all organs are supplied by the blood and the infection can go through the blood to the entire um, body and last night when i was reading i came across a very interesting journal article and which also mentioned that it can go through the lymphatics also it can the lymph channels and obviously it can go from the bladder to the kidneys via ureters as i mentioned earlier so it is very very uh, it looks very benign it looks that okay nothing i have a urinary infection not not to uh, scare the people but uh, you know you should pay a close attention to it but sometimes when you don't have symptoms and that's a very very good sign that means uh you can really take a chill pill <laughs> so if it, you know if you have symptoms you plus the investigations together it can help us to target uh the problem yeah on a side note do you really have chill pills <laughs> <laughs> just wondering <laughs> uh, which bacteria are responsible for uti so uh, and the most important thing is the e coli you know the e coli is the most important bacteria and e coli bacteria is present in uh, in the poop area also and it can be dragged into that so that's why we advise to uh, we advise people not to do from um, back to front not to clean from back to front always clean from front to back but unfortunately uh, when uh, you know 95 year old patient comes in they have arthritis of the hand they cannot reach out mm-hmm. and they get a lot of infections also because they have small amount of urine incontinence and you know uh, they have uh, overflow incontinence the bladder fills up and it keeps on uh, dripping all the time the urine is coming out and that kind of makes a cesspool over there and you have urine you have bacteria and you you get easy urine tract infections and it just kind of goes uh, and creates a lot of you know 
misery for the patients and not only misery but when it goes through their when it goes through their body doesn't it it creates some uh, some different things make them act different and stuff like that i mean it can, can cause confusion and things like that absolutely you know uh, especially happens in the nursing homes a lot and uh, you know what exactly happens is it can cause a lot of confusion because it is releasing those uh, you know toxins the bacteria is releasing those toxins and uh, you know in fact um, uh, the i'm reminded of a, a very interesting uh, talk from the ted talk and um, let me ask you this thing before i because this is going to take do we have time for the first segment in the ted talk or no well how long do you how no, long no i again i don't know how much time do we oh have? we've got like two and a half three minutes um, in fact, I will share that in story uh, in the next segment. Okay. Remind me of that very interesting story. Uh, in fact, the research was done uh, in Australia, uh, how to uh, how they prevented the infections. Oh, okay. And it was a very interesting TED Talk and uh, very uh, uh, amazing. Uh, I was very impressed. Uh, uh, in fact, ev- everybody should listen to that talk. In fact, I made my one of my patients to listen to the TED talk that today. Oh, so, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, very interesting. So, anyways, uh, you know, um, you asked me the question about uh, you know which other bacteria uh, causes this. Um, you know, Klebsiella, Proteus, and Staphylococcus saprophyticus are the main bacteria which can cause this infection. You have to understand that if there is not a good hygiene, especially the you know patients who smoke, you know, uh, they get instability of the detrusor muscle. The muscle in the bladder contracts all the time, and then you can leak. And the persons uh, who you know who have stress incontinence, they cough and sneeze. You are basically adding that urine uh, in your diapers, you know, mm-hmm. and then the E. coli can, uh, or these bacteria can grow and it can uh, create a lot of uh, infections over there, repeated infections, which can be dangerous for the patients. So how exactly I advise them to clean as, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, they have the SIDS bath. And we will discuss about that. I think we are running short of uh, the time in the first mm-hmm. segment how to you know make sure that uh, you know you clean uh, you know clean properly very very important to prevent that infection because it can seed into the blood and you can get infection in the blood and patient looks toxic and then you get confused and then then, then uh. you can and then you can confuse that with the dementia mm. and you know and then it just it kind of goes downward spiral yeah and we also, uh, you were <laughs> mentioning again that smoking, smoking seems to every week, no matter what, if we're, even if we're not talking about smoking, smoking comes in and, and shows you another thing that smoking can be harmful for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Smoking can, can cause havoc. Yeah. Just everything. Well, uh, before we ask you another question, I mean, is there anything you want to expound on with this, expand on on this? Uh, you know, just uh, b- making sure the hygiene is uh, taken care of, and we will going to discuss in the next segment in detail about that. And uh, m- a urine tract infection in women is different than men. Mm-hmm. To summarize uh, the last segment, basically, if you uh, have once infection, you can get repeatedly the infections, and you have to make sure that you go to your doctor and talk about it, and don't ignore it. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, we are here to help. Yep. Now, are we going to talk about the treatments and things coming up? Yeah. Is that what's yeah. coming up in the next uh, couple of segments? All right. This is Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids, michiganprimarycarepartners.com. You can also find him on. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. You're listening to Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN. I don't mind you coming here, wasting 